Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molyneux. So the Patriots, they fell into some money. They've settled some grievances and now some cap space has opened up. So a generally big story about the Patriots this offseason, aside from the entire quarterback situation, has been how little cap room they had. They, they had the smallest amount of cap room in the NFL at one point. Now it is bumped up to $7.79 million. And the way they got to that number was by settling, settling a grievance with Antonio Brown. $4 million went to the team. And then settling a grievance uh, with one Aaron Hernandez, $2.55 million back to the team. And I was talking to Evan Lazar, CLNS Media, Patriots supporter. And he said that they gave Hernandez bonus money right before he got arrested. So that is where this money, I guess, is coming from, unless I read that wrong. So, guys, now the Patriots have a decent chunk of cap space to play around with. And there are some decent free agents that are still looking for jobs. So the question is, who should the Patriots go after? Do you want the Patriots to go after anybody with this now available $7.79 million in cap space? Marv, let's start with you. Give me a name or two. Who do you think? Obviously, the the big name everyone's talking about is Jadavian Clowney. And for some odd reason, he is still out there. You know, you know, there are some reports that Seattle Seahawks are going to finalize something with Clowney, but it still hasn't happened yet. He's still floating around. And if you watch the Patriots, you know how the Patriots move. No one would be shocked if Clowney ends up to become a Patriot. This it'll go down as another classic Bill Belichick move. However, I still don't think the money is enough to pay for a guy in Clowney's caliber. This is a guy who's 27 years old. You want to lock up long term to be, you know, someone who can be a catalyst in your defense for a while. And I don't think the Patriots have the money currently for that right now. I've seen other other rumors, reports talking about a guy like Terrell Pryor try to bring him in. He's someone who won't cost a lot of money. And we've he's shown flashes. He has shown flashes to be, you know, a decent wide receiver. And we know he can do other things on the field, maybe be in the backfield. We know he, he can throw a little bit. So I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like a Terrell Pryor on the field who won't cost too much money and it's low risk. See what he can bring to you. If not, save that money. The money's going to go into bonuses. You need to clear up more space for next year and the years after that. That's what the mission is right now. Stay afloat this year and be able to create more cash space moving forward. You save that money and continue moving forward. Other than that, I wouldn't go for a big guy like Jadavian Clown if you want to take a shot at a guy like Terrell Pryor. I heard Percy Harvin wants to make a comeback. Try those guys out and see what you can do on the offense, but no big names, this this free agent. Percy Harvin, every single year, I would find him, even if I didn't draft him, he'd end up on my fantasy team, and he would just, I'd get like a point or two every week. He would disappoint me every he's, single he's week. Electric. People forget how electric Percy Harvin was. Like That was one of my favorite players. Just to see, at any moment when he gets the ball, he can be gone. Obviously, he's a lot older now. I don't know what he has in the tank. You obviously would have to do your thing. going to pull a hamstring now. Percy Harvin was electric, even if it was for only three games a season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. So that's probably why I would end up getting him. I mean, it was it was a I don't remember exactly. I mean, it was a few seasons ago, but that's probably why I would end up getting him. He would have an explosive game. I would get him and then it would just be disappointment after disappointment 
in Clowney, obviously that's the big name that we all want to talk about. And I'm, I'm probably going to talk about him a little bit more once it comes to me. But Clowney had a down season last year. And I know he's looking for a big contract, but he had a down season. Only three sacks last year. And, I mean, let's call it for what it is. He's been good, but I feel like the expectations for Clowney once he came into this league, especially when that viral video went out where he smoked the running back in the backfield in college, I think the expectation for him was a lot bigger and the ceiling was supposed to be a lot higher and he hasn't really produced to that point yet. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to get back into that once we get to my turn. Mike, give me a name. Who do you want the Patriots to go after now with this freed up cap space if you want them to go after anybody? I mean, obviously we both were, you guys both were just talking about Jadavian Clowney. And I personally believe that guy is a monster. Even though his stats may not show that, I believe that putting the right situation with the right team and, you know, the motivation is there. He can be very successful. Um, but a guy who I would love to see the Patriots go after with the money that they have, and I'm talking about a guy that who is here already who I'd love to see come back and try to handle some unfinished business, and that's Antonio Brown. Somebody who probably is not going to take a lot of money because he's in a situation where he just needs to get on a team to prove something. And right now the Patriots are in this kind of let's let's prove the league wrong. I can't before, do it again. Before listen, I can't listen. go through that heartache Hear again. I can't watch Hear it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Before Cam Newton, it was just the Patriots who need to prove, okay, they moved on from Tom Brady. We still need to prove that we're, you know, the New England Patriots, we can be successful. You bring in Cam Newton. He's a guy who has all the motivation in the world. He wants to prove the team wrong, prove other teams wrong that passed up on him, that he has a lot to prove. He's still one of the top guys and whatnot. So you pair those two together. Now, if you were to add Antonio Brown into the mix, here's a guy who knows for a fact he needs to right a lot of wrongs in this league, prove a lot of people wrong, you know, silence the doubters out there. And it seems to me that Cam Newton has done a good job at trying to build some kind of chemistry so far with his new teammates. I mean, Sanu, he's already been working out with Sanu. He's already been working out with Nikhil Harry. I'm sure he's probably had some kind of communication, in my assumption, with Julian Edelman. You bring Antonio Brown, and that's one thing we've always said about this Patriots offense. They just need another weapon. You know, they got solid guys now, but they need another weapon. Antonio Brown, you've seen Belichick. He's good for bringing in guys who, who are kicked to the curb and look like they, they're, they're left out for dead. Here's a guy who's been in the system, and in his one game in New England, he showed what he's capable of. Obviously, he had a lot of other stuff going on at the time, but from everything that I've read and heard and seen from him right now, he's in a better place mentally, supposedly. Sure, he looks like and sounds like he's just ready to get back to football. Use some of that money and give him a chance with the full season with the hungry Cam Newton, with the hungry New England Patriots team, Belichick, McDaniels, everybody. I say with that cap space that they have now, give some to Antonio Brown and see what you can get out, out of 2020. Maybe Antonio Brown won't be back after this year. Maybe Cam Newton won't be back after this year. But 2020 is the season ahead of you right now. And you want to be as successful as possible in that year. Get all the pieces you can. And I think Antonio Brown can be a huge part that you can add to this team. Listen, I think it's pretty difficult to come back to a team after you take a dig at the owner for his massage parlor mishap. <laughs> I think that's pretty, he's I think apologized, that's man. He's, he's, he's remorseful and sorry. 
yeah. it comes down to craft, and I just don't see it happening. I listen. I would love it. I mean, you brought up the Miami game last year. Antonio Brown shows up for one game, and he is electric. He was awesome in that one game. But the guy's a maniac. You never know what he's going to do. You don't know if he's going to. He could show up here again this year if the Patriots were to do this. And then who knows what happens two, three weeks in. The guy will. The guy's a loose cannon. He's wildly talented. When he's in the league, I think he's the best wide receiver in the league. But you just don't know what he's going to do or say. My guy, not as big of a name, Everson Griffin, Minnesota, pass rusher, 33 years old. He was good last year for eight sacks, 11 tackles, uh, 11 tackles for a loss in 15 games. You know what Bill Belichick loves to do. He loves to add veteran pieces, especially on the defensive side of the ball. This guy would be cheap. Uh, I can't imagine he would really put too much of a dent even in that $7.79 million cap hit. So I think he would be a strong, solid fit for the Patriots because, again, they they – it wouldn't hurt them to add some depth on that side of the ball, especially in the linebacking core where you lost. And I know he's not necessarily a middle linebacker. He's not a middle linebacker. But you lose a guy like Atlanta Roberts. You lose Kyle Van Noy. So adding, uh, adding another veteran presence on that side of the football, uh, especially on the pass rusher side of things, I think would be very beneficial for the Patriots. Again, he would not even be that. I, he wouldn't really be any cap hit, I would assume. Another name, toss around. He's got a wild injury history, a lot of concussions. I, I don't hate the idea of just throwing a small, tiny, itty-bitty contract to Jordan Reed. No, he's not going to make it. No. He shouldn't play football. He no. should not play football anymore. He's had way too many concussions. But, I mean, guys, guys, he's so good when he's healthy. He's not going to make it a a, a, a a season, Nick. It's not happening. You saw Jordan Reed healthy, Nick. Yeah, I know. Another guy who screwed me in fantasy football because he's so good. And then he gets hurt, and I want to believe that he'll be fine. But you know, just like a little tiny contract. Just here you go, Jordan. He'll drop it in there. Bill, come on. Boop. Give yeah. him a shot. Although they've got two young tight ends who everybody seems very hyped up for. But much like a lot of things with the Patriots team going into 2020, not too much information. We have it's a bunch of question marks jumping around here. Jordan Reed is one bad hit away from his career ending, and I don't want that storyline to be with the New England Patriots. His career already might be over. Like I again, I don't think he should be playing football. But if he's gonna play football, what am I giving him a shot? Let it go, Jordan Reed. Man, listen to us. Let it go. You, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that your career ended up like that. But it, let it go. Just. We don't need to see you get another concussion. You know, we got to give you the Wes Welker treatment and just say it's it's over. For health reasons, you guys are absolutely right. The guy should not be playing football anymore. But you also can't force the guy out unless no team sign him. So if he does want to play football still, Patriots wouldn't mind giving him that tiny shot. But again, health-wise, probably shouldn't do it. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Azan. So, guys, Cam Newton, obviously the biggest story right now in the world of the New England Patriots. Quarterback conversations, Jared Stidham, Cam Newton, who's going to be the guy? I think we know that answer. But since Cam Newton has joined the Patriots, expectations for this team, and without question, have taken a pretty decent jump. 
lot of people are very excited for this now, especially when you think back to who Cam Newton was a few seasons ago prior to the injuries. So the question is, is it unrealistic for people to have high expectations for Cam Newton following these down seasons, following these foot injuries and shoulder injuries, which were pretty massive, took a pretty big hit on him. So guys, what do you think? Is it unrealistic for people to have high expectations for Cam Newton heading into the 2020 season? Michael, let's start with you. What do you think? I don't think it's unrealistic at all. I think if you have high expectations for this guy to perform and play well, it's, it's, it's justified. Again, Cam Newton is coming off a few years where obviously, yes, injuries played a huge part in it. But at the same time, how good were the Carolina Panthers? Christian McCaffrey, excellent. Great guy. Great running back. Dual threat. Do multiple things. <laughs> Fine, sure. dude. <laughs> but the rest of that team, what was Cam Newton really working with out there? I really feel as if, and, you know, people, it sounds crazy now, but you look at two guys who probably at the top of the quarterback position right now, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. A healthy Cam Newton or Cam Newton from his NBA MVP season, how far off is he from how Patrick Mahomes performed? How far off is he from how Lamar Jackson performed? When If he's fully healthy and has everything clicking on all cylinders, he's not far off from what we've seen from Lamar Jackson or, or Patrick Mahomes. I think if Cam Newton could get to that level again, and we're, mind you, we're talking about a guy who is only 31 years old. And we all know in the NFL, as a quarterback, 31, you're, you're, uh, you're pretty much a teenager. Like you're a kid. You're, you're not old at all. You still have plenty left in the tank if you're 31. And I feel as if, if Cam Newton, obviously he's saying all the right things right now. Everything he says, all the video he posts, all the comment he makes, he's speaking words right now that is is making New England Patriots fans water at the mouth. But I feel as if if we think about what he's able to bring to the table as a player, this guy is very talented when fully healthy. And I fully believe that the Patriots, Belichick, Josh McDaniels, We'll put him in the right position. What do you say about McDaniels? Hey, you about to be able to run some stuff you ain't never been able to run before. Now that I'm, a, now I'm a part of the team. So, the expectations—if your expectations are high when it comes to Cam Newton—it's justified because this is a former NFL MVP. This is a former number one overall pick that has showed already. Not all, oh, well, maybe, hopefully, he showed already what he's capable of doing. And I think he's with the team now. We'll try to get the absolute best out of him. Now, to play devil's advocate with the age thing, and, and I'm with you because I wrote the same thing. He's only 31 years old in my notes. But just from, just again, devil's advocate perspective, he's 31, but he's closer to, I think, a running back's age 31 than he is a regular quarterback's age 31. Because like Lamar Jackson, that guy avoids hits. He doesn't try to hit people. Patrick Mahomes, for the most part, same thing. Cam Newton, and it was awesome to watch, especially during his MVP season. If there was a linebacker between him and the goal line, he was lowering his shoulder. He wasn't trying to avoid that hit. He was trying to take that hit. And he did that game after game. And eventually that does wear on the body. So that is a concern of mine. Marv, what do you think? Is it unrealistic for people to have high expectations for Cam Newton heading into the 2020 season? Depends how high their expectation is. (laughs) 
If you if you think Cam Newton is going to come in here and have a fifteen and one season and take the pace to the Super Bowl, relax. Uh, we have to understand. We still have to understand. I know everyone's so excited about this football season that's about to happen. We got Cam Newton, but let's remember what's happening. Cam Newton got picked up just a couple weeks ago in in the middle of the off season. He's way behind right now in this in, in what's going on. He needs to catch up with the playbook. He needs to, and we all heard about how complex the Patriots playbook is. Two, this is during we're we're in a pandemic right now. When this is not a time where he's able to practice with everyone. Yes, we've seen him work with Nikhil, and we've seen him work with um who, who else? So new, but he's not he's not practicing with everyone he's not with the coaches every day talking with them in meetings in the Patriots locker room things of that nature this he's on a new team at a weird time not every player goes into a new team and then boom they're Peyton Manning in the first season with the Denver Broncos it doesn't happen like that so we need to understand what's happening with this transition that Cam is going to there's going to be some hurdles he has to go through before he just lights up the league. Yes, he's saying the the greatest thing. He's a dog now. He's a dog. We know. We we get it. We get he's it. He's coming he's at your neck. He's coming at everyone's neck, and I love it. I love it. But we have to understand this. We have to set our expectations. Understand that he's going to have to go through a, a major transition. A major transition. You're going from the Panthers to the Patriots, a whole different complex, how they run the culture whole differently. So let them work up to it first. Let them get there. And then we can see, okay, where's Ken that? And one thing, too, we don't even know if he's healthy yet. Sure, the videos and everything look nice. We need to know if he can take contact. How Can he go full speed? Can he beat 2015 Cam where he's just knocking over linebackers? We don't know that anymore. That's also a mental thing. That's a mental thing he has to go through. Can I can I be the cam of old? Everything looks good when there's there's no one there's no one around, there's no pads, and you're just throwing a football. Let's see him really get th- through that process. I think that I think something that definitely does help the people who are, are helping people think that he's gonna have a good, a really, really good season this year is the fact that Bill Belichick is a head coach. Because honestly, you put Jared Stidham in front of Bill Belichick, and people were thinking people were talking about like, okay, this guy might have a really good season. And I think a lot of that, again, is accredited to because of who the head coach is. And also, you can't downplay Cam Newton's past success. You can't downplay how successful Cam Newton has been. You can't downplay how talented Cam Newton is, right? Cam Newton, as we saw in 2015, has the potential to be one of the best in the league. And then injuries stopped that seasons after. But... I think there's two separate words here. I think it's optimism, and I think it's how realistic is it. Optimistic side, you can really believe that Cam Newton can have a great season this year. Because, again, you've seen what Cam Newton can do. And you now are seeing Cam Newton going to a New England Patriots Gillette Stadium where Bill Belichick has revitalized some careers, where players have come to, have come to Gillette Stadium after having a couple down seasons and then all of a sudden taking that step forward. I mean i.e. Randy Moss, okay? But realistically, I think it's just a giant question mark. I don't know if you can be realistic. When you look at it, when you take everything and you look at the big picture, I don't know how realistic it is to think that Cam Newton's going to have a great season because much like a lot of this Patriots team, at least on the offensive side of the ball this year, it's a giant question mark. Am I optimistic that Cam Newton's going to have a hell of a season? 
yes. Is some of it because Marv, like you said, this guy's putting out hype videos. This guy is making me all sorts of jacked up for the season. Yeah, probably that's a little bit to it. But I also know how good Cam Newton can be when healthy. So I'm excited as hell to see what this guy can do in 2020. Guys, anything else on Cam? He made the Patriots season a, a lot funner already. Without even without the season even started, he's made the season a lot funner. And how can you not want to root for a guy like that? See, we love comeback stories, you know. We love seeing it. And I want him to be successful here. I mean, maybe the next topic is how long do we think he will stay here? But for right now, he's a Patriot and is very excited. Agreed. I'm, it's, I didn't care before Cam Newton. I just was looking forward to week one. Now, give me all the news, all the inside information. I want everything now. So that's all thanks to Cam. I think, you know, he's turned a lot more heads towards New England for this upcoming season for sure. He's also made our jobs a lot easier giving us something to talk about because without, <laughs> dude, without Cam Newton right now, I don't know what we'd be talking about. <laughs> we'd be talking free agents and we'd be scratching at, we'd be clawing and scratching to come up with a second topic. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, follow us all on Twitter. You got no excuse if you're watching this part right now because our Twitter handles have popped up or are popping up right now thanks to our great producer, Garrett. Again, Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, Marvazan. We'll be back next week for another set of the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. We'll talk to you then, guys. Thanks for watching.